Hey everyone, welcome to The Withering Effect, episode 73. Today's date is November 29th, 2020, and I am Duds, or Duds versus known to the rest of the interwebs. And I am Jimbo, you may know me as Jimbo Slice 23 So what have you been up to this week, Duds? Been in a hole for a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, big one. Big one. The one we blew up in the middle of the ocean. Ah, that hole. That hole. Big hole. So much work got done in that hole this week working on the terrace and uh, it, it's starting to look like a base now and it doesn't necessarily look like just a giant hole anymore it, it, it's crazy the amount of work i was able to get done did a couple streams and got for some reason everyone complains about not getting enough done on streams i feel like i when i set a list of to do for a stream like i'm like knocking it out and it's crazy Mm. Um, like the stream yesterday granted i think it went an hour longer than i do normal streams but i'm to the point now where i'm building inside my base this next episode so it's very cool you started your stream i was like oh it does a stream and then i joined in mm -hmm. and i see what you're doing in this hole and i'm like where did all this come from i didn't even see like did i miss something on this episode here your episode came out couple hours after your stream that showed mm -hmm. all the progress you did but i was like man he got so much done where did i miss all this but yeah yeah you did get a lot done it looks great thank you and i felt very bad like when i was doing the episode because it was a no time lapse episode and a lot of the stuff i've done you would think would have worked well in a time lapse except for i had none of that designed in my head it was me just you know we're gonna start placing blocks and see what happens and see what fits. And I mean, the only thing in the entire design that I knew I wanted was the curved walls around the perimeter near the bedrock. Okay. It's like 17 radius for three know, humps, whatever, and then the brick in front of it. It's the only thing in the entire design I knew I wanted. So once that was done, that was like the first five minutes of the episode. I was like, okay, so now I got to start trying this, this, and this. How do I want the bridge to look? Is it going to be a hanging bridge? Is it going to be a, like, quote-unquote rope bridge? But, yeah, so I was a little disappointed in the fact I couldn't do time lapses, but I think the episode turns out good, and like you said, so much changed. Mm. And one of, that's one of those episodes, like, if you're wanting to watch this base, you can't miss that episode. Yeah, I was confused when you started that stream <laughs> when uh, your episode wasn't out yet. I'm like, when did all this happen? Yeah, I, I probably shouldn't have streamed, but I was like, you know what? I, I, I don't care. I needed to get stuff done in the hole. And I knew the episode was coming out like at 1 p.m. So it was probably an hour after my stream ended. But nah. Uh, other than that, I've been playing Scrap Mechanic. I played Scrap Mechanic a ton, mostly creative mode, learning how the game works, because when you watch other people play it, you're like, oh, I can do this. This is no problem. It's just like Minecraft. No, wrong. <laughs> and it's definitely a, a slower paced version of Minecraft, which you would think would stink, but I see it as a great opportunity to force people to play together and work together. We see often on SMPs, and even our SMPs guilty of it, 
don't want like plays together. We just go off and do our own little thing. And then we meet up every once in a while and chit chat and stuff like that. And then go off and do our own thing again. I think that game will be different. Yeah. Kind of got to work together. Yeah. I talked about, well, we talked about it a good bit in the pre-show. So if you guys want to hear me talk about it more, it's in the pre-show, which is the first level Patreon, a dollar a month or something like that. I won't go into it too much because it kind of gets off topic for Minecraft. But in that, I designed a new skin. I, I, <laughs> it's like every time I get bored, I'm like, I'm going to play with skins and retexture stuff and see what I can do. And I redid my skin and I like it and stuff. Then the problem is now it's Christmas time, so I need to put on my Christmas skin and do a Christmas episode. Oh, <laughs> man, Hello. you have to change it again. Yeah, I saw your skin on your stream and my comment was, it it's to it's a skin that says I live in a ravine. <laughs> That's what kind of skin it says. Yeah, it's got like that. Uh, is that a vest? It, it's a vest. Yeah, it's like a leather looking vest. Oh, it's cool. Definitely matches the original skin. Yeah, I've been watching so much Star Wars and Mandalorian and stuff. I was like, if I were to do a Star Wars version of my skin now, what would it feel like? And I was like, well, I'm a guy who lives in a ravine, so it wouldn't be like I was rich and had armor or anything. What would I? And it's like, well, I'd have a vest that was made out of a jacket that I cut the sleeves off or something like that. Because I live in a ravine and it's climate controlled down there and stuff. But yeah, so you kind of got it right <laughs> on how I was thinking. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Anyways, how about you? What have you done this week? Uh, I did a little bit on my bass, recorded, did a little bit of recording. Nice. Finally getting some Jimbo episodes. Yeah. Well, I was looking on your YouTube because your episode came out and I noticed you have four episodes out by my, you know, by the time I uh, released my last one. Mm -hmm. And usually it's the opposite. You know, I'm usually yeah. pushing them out there. And uh, I'm at the point where just like you. Uh, ideas are starting to change. I want to do things a little different. I want to put mm. a lot more time into what I built instead of, you know, the word I'm thinking is not a good word. <laughs> uh, I don't want to half. Yes. You know, I want to I, I want to do it right. I don't want to. I don't know if there's another word for it, but I, I was supposed to build this spaceship mm -hmm. in order to build that spaceship. That's going to take a lot of time. That was my original idea. But I figured I wanted these towers in the ground below my spaceship that housed my farms. And I didn't have the idea how I wanted to do that. I wanted to, you know, I had the idea of my spaceship. And uh, getting to build these towers, I keep adding things to it. Which, it could be a bad thing, but it could be a good thing. And I think it's turning out good. I'm starting to texture. Mm -hmm. at, at, first, at first, when I built it, I made my layers of colors that kind of faded from black to white. And then I go back and then I texture it. I figured that would be the easiest way. It's actually taking a good bit of time and I kind of seen that coming, but I feel like if I can get the rhythm down, I can uh, be able to knock that out. But I still don't see myself having the time to get to that spaceship if I want the bottom to look good. Yeah. So I'm going to focus a lot of in the hole, the towers, the farms, before I move on to the spaceship, if I have time to move on to the spaceship. Because mm -hmm. when you start building that also, you want it to look nice. So it's one or the other. I'm going to stick to what I'm doing now and uh, 
keep knocking that out. The thing you're doing now is no slouch. It's not like if you don't build a spaceship, you're going to feel like a part of your base is missing. Yeah, and slouch was probably the word I was looking for. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Your base is crazy, man. It's insane. Yeah, you thought you had a big hole. (laughs) Oh, no, I knew. Just from moving from the mountain to the hole, the hole itself is probably bigger and would technically be more work, but it doesn't feel like more work because each section's a little different and I'm adding a different personality to each area where the mountain is like, I'm doing the same thing over and over again in the same little area. And it's just like, and the worst part is I need to go back and I need to just keep texturing the mountain every once in a while or it'll never get done. And I really want it to get done. (laughs) Yeah, so far I'm like 10 minutes in on my episode. So next weekend for sure. Hopefully I can get it out there a little bit sooner. Usually I shoot for the weekend to put out an episode. Mm -hmm. But if I can and it's done, I'll probably release it early. So Twitter, uh, usually you get notified if I have an episode. Or if you're subscribed, you'll, you'll see it coming. Yeah, definitely need to watch your base. Yeah, a lot, a lot coming along. Uh, let's get into the news, I guess, right? Yeah, a little bit of news. A little bit of news. So there's a lot of news. Um, I'm going to cover the dripstone block first, which is like the actual decoration block that the pointed dripstone hangs off of. Mm-hmm. The texture's a little funky. It, it looks like a weird chocolate vanilla ice cream swirl. It does. Putting it out there. Yeah. I think that's okay. I think it's going to be a lot like glazed terracotta, whereas when people first see it, they're like, well, this doesn't go with anything. Right. But I think with time, we'll start to see you can implement it in ways that maybe it's just a a hint of color behind a half slab or something like that that really works out too well. Or maybe when you combine it with some weird bone texture, it, it actually works out pretty well. I agree. It's not the prettiest block in the world but i had the same reaction you had yeah this is not going to go with anything this is completely different from any other color we see Mm -hmm. on minecraft that's funny you say that yeah but as of right now it doesn't generate anywhere you can only grab it from the creative inventory Mm -hmm. my it is a snapshot we'll we'll get all that in a little bit but yeah i already saw some people uh going oh well this thing doesn't go with anything what are we going to do it for and it's like, you know what, I think the same thing, but we also thought the same thing with glazed terracotta, and I've been able to use glazed terracotta lately um, just by matching it with stuff I wouldn't normally have thought to match with. So I think that'll happen with dripstone, but it is kind of an ugly block right now. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm going to let you jump in because you actually have a good bit of stuff to go over. Yeah, this is on the topic of the pointed dripstone. Mm-hmm. Can be placed on the floor or ceiling creating stalagmites and stalactites Mm -hmm. can be combined to form larger stalactites and stalagmites man you got a lot of that in there (laughs) i gotta say i gotta say there's a lot i'm I'm nailing it though uh stalagmites break if not attached to somehow to something below hurt entities which fall on top of them damage is relative to height for example jumping from a stalactite deals two hearts of damage Although falling from one block deals one heart of damage, and falling from three blocks deals eight hearts of damage. That's a good bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, stalactites fall if unstopped, 
or unsupported, and hurt entities they fall on. Damage is relative to height. For example, one falling from two blocks deals two hearts of damage. One falling from three, three blocks deals four hearts of damage. They drip water or lava into cauldrons if a source block is placed above the stalactites and gradually fill the cauldron. Uh, water drips even, even without any water above the block, but doesn't fill the cauldron. Uh, you can also throw tridents to break the dripstones. Pretty cool feature. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the wording, because they've obviously changed the name of these from stalactites and stalagmites to pointed dripstone. I, I like the name. Yeah, so I don't have to say it as much. <laughs> well, it, stalagmites and stalactites are technically two different things. One grows on the ceiling, one grows on the ground. So by just calling them dripstones is obviously a reference to, hey, when you have one of these, you can place it on the ground or on the ceiling. It doesn't matter. You don't have to use one or the other. Yeah, and a lot of people get on you for the correct word. Right. You got to say it the correct way. Now they're giving you one word, so can't be wrong there. <laughs> Very true. Uh, and let's talk about the damage. So you can drop a dripstone on some someone or something to cause damage, or you can have someone or something fall onto the dripstone. You think this is going to replace magma blocks in farms and stuff to cause damage? Maybe the only thing I could see is that sometimes when you an item drops after you die on those uh, dripstones, the sometimes the items will be on top of that stalactites or the mm, dripstone. Gotcha. And uh, you can't be sucked up by the hopper, so it's kind of a. I don't know how you would do it. I know the uh, the shorter, just the pointed dripstones. Mm -hmm. It's not technically a full block. I don't. I don't believe it looks a little smaller, so possibly a minecart with a hopper in there could suck the item up from there. I haven't messed with it, but that's the only way I could see you using that without losing items. See, I didn't realize it would stay on top of the dripstone. That being said, I think you still have to place them on a real block, so you couldn't place the pointed end on top of like a, a rail. Yeah. Which would kind of ruin that too. Yeah. Uh, now that you say that, it probably wouldn't be a good thing to use in farms, especially considering it can't, it doesn't cause like constant damage, right? Once you fall, if it doesn't kill you, you're just going to be standing there on these stones. Like they're not going to. Right. It's not like standing in a berry bush or on a magma cube. It's not going to keep doing that. Yeah. So to me, they're just, it falls back into the uh, quote unquote trap update, as I'm calling it. With mm -hmm. the uh, snowier snow or powder snow that you fall through. Uh, now you can fall through that and on some pointy rocks. Yeah, I see it more as an obstacle. Yeah. Than like a useful item. Um, I'm sure, you know, the Minecraft community will come up with brilliant ways to use this. And uh, like I said, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you can put a hopper minecart inside of a block and then place the dripstone on top of that block and mm -hmm. possibly be able to suck up the item. That's the only way I could see that being a way to use in the killing other mobs for farms. Yeah, but let's get into the bigger part of this, and that's placing a source of water or lava on top of a dripstone, mm. and it will fill a cauldron below it. There's a lot of people saying, well, yeah, this kind of... No, this is huge. Yeah. 
especially if there's a way to get a dispenser with an empty bucket to auto harvest out of a cauldron. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you could do it because it doesn't make sense that a bucket can like scoop out of the side of a cauldron. But if there's a way to do it, it'd be cool. even if you had to manually scoop buckets of lava or water out of it, it's not as bad. Lava obviously being used for furnaces. If you just like, oh, my thing's filled, scoop, and you throw it in there, it might be useful. Yeah. To me, blaze rods are still the best fuel source in the game, not because of how many items they smelt, but because when you have a blaze farm in place, the blaze rods are also useful in crafting items with the in rods, making potions um, with the powdered blaze, and then it also gives you XP. So you have all of that in one farm, plus it's giving you crazy amounts of fuel source but free lava would be really cool yeah. and could really compete i never thought about that you know harvesting them to use in furnace arrays i did see an afk version of a lava farm i mean obviously lava farms are going to be pretty popular when this comes out mm-hmm. there was an afk version of where uh, the player would be in a minecart on rails below the cauldrons, and they would just continually, continuously right-click on the cauldrons from below and mm-hmm. harvest them as they their AFK. Which is a uh, yeah, that's pretty much all you got right now. Yeah. The only problem I could see with using these in a furnace array is uh, once the the lava's gone, you have to manually take the bucket out of the furnace. There's no way for the hopper to collect that bucket to, you know, replace it with another lava bucket. Oh, it doesn't automatically take the bucket out, too. I thought it did. Well, I know the items that are smelted comes through the hopper. Yeah. But I don't believe the fuel source would come out. Could be right. And I could, yeah. Um, well, yeah, then that kind of goes away. Either way, I will probably have a uh, lava source in a cauldron in my base just because the amount of times i go man i need a lava source to create a trash can or mm-hmm. to work in an item filter and i go oh, that means i gotta go to the nether and i i find a spot that i can't see because i don't want that stupid flowing lava texture because it doesn't auto fill sources and stuff so yeah it's kind of stink uh stinky but if i had like a section where it's like well here's my lava source and here's a water source right next to it so if i ever need a quick source, I can just walk over and scoop it up, and now I have a lava bucket. Even if it's just that, it's worth it to me. I I, I love this idea. It's great. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to experiment with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we move on to the next subject? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's all we can really cover there. All right. This will be changes to stuff we've already seen, and we have two texture changes, one to the budding amethyst and then the block of amethyst the texture changes i'm sorry we can't really <laughs> describe them you'd have to look at it, it mm-hmm. basically i think the x is not as pronounced on uh the budding amethyst now yeah that's kind of it for texture change on those they look good mm-hmm. you know i think it's a positive change yeah and for candles now you have to place candles on a solid surface but you can still get the Harry Potter floating candle effect, which is I know what everyone was complaining about when they read this, if you break the solid <laughs> block under the candle. 
So as long as you place it on a solid block, the candle will float once you break the solid block. I like that. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like pumpkins. You got to place them on something a certain way, right? At least that's the way it used to be with pumpkins. Yeah, you used to have to place it on top of a block. Now you're able to place them on the sides of blocks and stuff. Uh, crafting all, all variants of cut copper slabs now gives you six slabs instead of four. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Mojang. I don't know why we'd get four. <laughs> I don't know. To me, that seemed like an obvious uh, crafting recipe mistake, um, considering every block, no matter what variant it is, when you put it in the thing, you're cutting. It's it's a half slab. I know people say, no, it's a slab. It's not a half slab. It go, it's literally half of the block. It's a half slab. Yeah, some may, some people may argue, well, copper's a little special. Well, it already changes colors. That's special enough. <laughs> Give us our, you know, amount of slabs we want to mm -hmm. make them a little special. Yeah. And that's a good change. Has it been determined whether or not the copper is used in the stone cutter or not? Uh, I'm not aware. I don't think it will because they would need to cut. They would need to change the name of the stone cutter. Oh, that's not stone. Yeah, that's <laughs> not stone. Anyways, some more things that have happened. Items. The bundle now shows fullness as a number when the advanced tooltips are enabled. I like that idea. I play with advanced tooltips on all the time. What's funny is I I play with them on two and I didn't realize it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're constantly looking at durability, right? Yeah, I was like, that's why you get that information. Sometimes I don't see it in other videos, mm -hmm. and I didn't realize I had those enabled. But yeah, yeah, that's very helpful with the bundles. Yeah, if you're if you're a Java player, definitely play with advanced tooltips on. Very helpful. Yeah, I agree. Right-clicking a bundle in inventory now empties one item from the bundle. This was a little... I like it, but I don't at the same time. Yeah. Because... It, I think it drops the last item you picked up. I thought it was the first item that was in the bundle. If that's the case, then that's better because that means you can cycle through mm -hmm. the bundle. If it's just the last item you picked up, you won't be able to cycle through the bundle. You'll just have to keep emptying the bundle out till you get the item you want. Yeah, it'd be nice to pick and choose yeah. which item you want to take out. So that's the downside. It will, instead of you spewing out all your items everywhere, you do get to do them one at a time, so that's a plus, but still, I would like to pick and choose which item to drop first. Well, if they do it so it's whatever item has been in the bundle the longest is the one that gets emptied out first, that works because then you can click on one space in your inventory and cycle the bundle until you get the item you like, which I'm okay with. That It's not as quick and easy as like alt-shifting on the item and then... Uh, opening up a GUI for the bundle and pulling it out, but it allows you to use the bundle as a, I don't know how to say this, as kind of the backpack everyone's been wanting without it being really overpowered. To me, that would give bundles a little bit of a use if I'm doing like flowers or something like that. So if that's the way they do it. What could be helpful, I don't know if this is how it, it works, if this, what's your, if this is what you're explaining. Are you allowed to move items around? In your bundle? No, no, no. So basically every item you picked up, it would be listed as, hey, this has been in here one. This has been in here two. This has been in here three. This has been in here four. Mm. And then now when you click to empty the bundle one item at a time, uh, it would start with the one 
item. Okay. Because that had been in the that had been in the bundle the longest. Well, you're like, well, I don't need one. I need a different one. So you pick that item up now. So instead of it going back to the one position, it would go back to the last position, and the one that was in the or the item that was in the second position now becomes the one item. Mm-hmm. So when you click again, it brings up that item, and it would allow you to cycle items in and out of the bundle. So you don't have to empty the whole thing. You don't lose your inventory slots. You just cleared with uh, putting items in a bundle, uh, and you can now just cycle items till you get the one you want. Yeah, I would I would like to go in there manually and move them around if I could to put them in a slot like let's say it's full, but I have you know something that's going to come out that I don't want to come out yet. I could take that and move it elsewhere in the bundle and put the item that I want to bring out in the slot that drops. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think it'd still be faster because once you do this cycle, I think it'll be super quick compared to opening up a GUI, clicking the item, and then moving the item, then closing the GUI, and then clicking the bundle to get the item you want. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, I see what you mean. I'm 99% sure Mojang's not going to allow you to go into an item that's already in your inventory to grab an item and put it in your inventory. I don't think that's going to work. But allowing that item to place an item in your inventory... So it, it, that's all about taking advantage of that. It, it, it's bundles. <laughs> yeah, I guess going into an inventory inside your inventory. Right. Would be... That's like putting a shulker in a shulker. It's not allowed. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, it, it's bundles. Yeah, come on. Bundle. <laughs> uh, also, using a bundle now throws out its entire content into the world. So it's the essential grab a purse and flip it upside down and just dump it on the ground. Yep, same thing. <laughs> I don't know if I like that or not. That's one of those things I'd have to use it in-game to figure out. I guess I could see where it would be nice. Where It's like, well, I need to empty my bundles and put them in my storage system. So you just bleh, all over the world and stand there and click. And as it pops into your inventory, you just throw it into your item sorter or whatever. You kind of, you kind of got to watch where you're at when you dump these out. If you're like on an edge, you might throw these things over the over the mountain that you just took a half hour to climb and you got to go down and get these items or maybe like in a ravine you're on the edge and you accidentally spit them out into lava kind of got to watch where what you're doing when you deal with those yeah let's not forget minecraft loves to spew items okay moving on from the bundle we're going to the candle the item textures for candles have been changed to have one candle i thought they changed it to have two candles did i write that backwards i don't know I didn't notice the texture. Yeah, for the like the item, like if you're putting it in an item frame. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was already one candle, and that they changed it to make it two candles. But it makes sense more to have it as one candle. So if that's the way the change really is, then yeah, I'm fine with that. That's not a big deal. Yeah, was there a texture like not just two candles? But I believe the texture actually changed as well. I didn't see anything about the texture. I saw the item thing changed. Yeah, it looked like the item texture changed a little bit. Not positive. Oh, well, moving on. The clock also has a texture change. Uh, the gold is now more vibrant and matches with other instances of gold uh, compared to the texture update. Also, if you remember, there's a big thing with gold, diamond, and emerald. Their textures changed. So now the... It says compass and lodestone compasses, but those are... Oh, no, I jumped ahead. Compass and lodestone textures or lodestone compasses texture has also changed to match the iron. So yeah, 
basically all the ore stuff's getting changed to better match the big texture change that happened a couple updates back. Yep, looks pretty good. Uh-huh. I agree with the change. Yeah, leather armor. Wearing any piece of leather armor now prevents freezing entirely, so you don't have to wear full sets of leather armor. Just one piece. Preferably boots. Yeah, which means I'm going to need a set of gold boots, netherite boots, leather boots <laughs> to move around the world. I I would prefer, like you said, the uh, the tennis racket accessory style snowshoes. Yeah, it's going to be funny, you know, people people are going to have like a, a part in their base before they leave. There's going to be like a shoe rack. Hmm, what <laughs> shoes do I want to wear? With my outfit today, you know, where am I going to be going? Uh, yes. I could see that. It's very much going to be like that. Oh, now I have a cool idea for a design. Thanks, Jimbo. You're welcome. I'm going to have a closet full of shoes in one of my bases at some point. Yeah. Um. Uh, I like this better than having to wear the full leather armor. But with what we just talked about, I kind of want to bring, I think we'll bring that up in the listener comment section, but having custom textures would be very cool for certain items and we'll we'll talk about that in listener comments kind of curious what you meant all right so me and the discord got in a back and forth over this next part because we could never determine if it was true or not i found this in a tweet but i didn't find it on the actual minecraft.net page which by the way has been down for like a week now i had to get these notes from the wiki oh but the thing we're talking about is the spyglass and the update says, at least on the wiki, the spyglass is now a 3D model instead of a flat sprite. Yes! Mm-hmm. I noticed. Using the spyglass now better anchors to the player's eye when viewing in third person. So basically, you don't get this flat 2D model, or I shouldn't say model, but sprite that just pokes you in the face. Now it's an actual 3D model that lines up with the player's eye, and like when you click F5, and you're looking at your player's model from the third person, it'll, it'll line up a lot better. It'll look like you're actually looking through a spyglass, which I like. Great change. Yes. Better animations is always approved. Mm-hmm. I love that. Love it. Which brings me back to do more 3D model stuff. You guys can do... Looking at the 3D model of the spyglass, Mojang has the capabilities to do this stuff, and I want more of it. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. And it definitely... I mean, it does kind of age parts of Minecraft doing that, but I'm okay with it. I don't need you to update the entire game of Minecraft to 3D models, but start bringing some more in. And I don't feel like it takes away from the Minecraft feel. No. You know I mean, I think it just all. helps the, the look of it. That's all. Yeah. But anyways, that's, that's kind of it for the news. Um, it wasn't a ton of news, but I think we went over it better than we normally do this way. Yeah. And you guys let us know if this is how you want us to do the in-depth snapshot talks. One thing we didn't really bring up with the dripstone is the trident. Oh, yeah. I mean, I brought it up once, but we didn't really talk about it. And it kind of, it gives tridents another uh, use. Mm -hmm. But still, I don't think it's, you know, a reason to carry around a trident. Mm -mm. I mean, if you're going into a, a caving area with, this uh with the dripstone i guess it would be helpful i agree i th- i'm waiting on jeb's combat update okay the little bit i see from his update i really like i would like to see weapons hit a little bit harder with certain enchants like i want a netherite 
if you have a full-blown netherite sword, I would like it to be a one-hit kill. Not I get if you have sweeping edge, you can hit multiple item or multiple mobs. So I get that not being a one-hit kill because obviously it's spreading the damage out over multiple mobs. But if you got a one-on-one -on -one with a mob and you crit hit the mob, not just stand there and whack. You got to do the critical hit perfectly. That should be a one-hit kill. And I've never gotten that to work, especially against Enderman. When I get to sneak up on an Enderman and I smack it with a critical hit, doesn't kill it. Even when I mm -hmm. use the axe, which is supposed to be a beastie, uh, critical hit with sharpness five or whatever on it. I can't crit hit a Enderman and kill it. Maybe I'm just super bad at the game. <laughs> yeah, you do get the critical hit, one hit kill with the smite, but that's only for certain en or entities. Yeah, but yeah, with the sharpness, I don't, I don't think I've come across that either. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong enchantment. Maybe I put the wrong. Maybe it is smite. I don't know. I need to go back and look at it. Mainly, I haven't been paying much attention to weapons and armor and stuff because I want to see the combat update from Jeb because it really does look fascinating. And I'm hoping he puts more damage on the trident because the trident is such a cool-looking weapon and could be a cool-looking tool mm -hmm. that I would love to be able to use it more, but like it's kind of worthless unless you're fighting guardians. And even then, I don't want to fight a guardian with a trident. There's so many better ways of doing that. Unless you're like a sea dweller. <laughs> kind of pointless <laughs> unless you're aquaman you don't need a trident right anyways listener comments um we hinted a little bit about this in the news and i couldn't find a specific uh quote to give person credit for but it's about a discussion we've had a little bit before and it went with like custom loot and it's something i've always wanted in minecraft that I think would be great as a data pack or something for servers. But what if like, let's use the new deep dark as an idea. So you're in the deep dark. They talk about the warden protecting something. Maybe it's this very valuable treasure. What if down there, like you could find a sword with sharpness eight on it? We all know sharpness only goes to five. But what if this sword had sharpness eight? It'd be worth going through it. Yeah, you, you can't enchant to get a sharpness eight. You can't trade. To get a sharpness that you can only get it by getting down in the deep dark and finding the sword. Now, obviously, you should be allowed to combine the sword with other stuff like that. But if it's an iron sword with sharpness eight on it, and you're like, oh no, <laughs> my netherite sword is this is this better than this iron sharpness eight? Mm. What if you find a sharpness eight with the netherite sword? I mean, stuff like that to me would be so cool. But also, like. Now when you die, there's actual stakes. You can't just re-gear up and get the Sharpness 8 sword because that was a loot treasure find. Mm -hmm. You do not want to take it to the end. <laughs> exactly. And lose it in the void. Yeah. But I think stuff like that would be really cool. Uh, maybe a pickaxe that has like a Fortune 4 on it or a Fortune 5. Mm -hmm. How crazy could that be? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if you could do a Silk Touch variant. Or like a Looting looting 6. Yeah. If you can get like a Looting 6 sword. Maybe. Like I was trying to think with like pickaxe stuff. The Vein Miner I think is too OP for vanilla Minecraft. Yeah. Especially with the new way they're trying to do like copper and stuff. Where they're in blobs and not so much veins. Right. But having custom loot like that I think would be really cool. And it also brought me back when I saw the spyglass now getting the 3D texture. 
I would love for the different swords to have different textures. Because as of right now, they're all the same exact shape, just different colors. Okay. Uh, how cool would it be to have, like, the netherite sword's a long sword? Mm-hmm. Or maybe the uh, golden sword's a rapier? Stuff like that. I know there are texture packs that do that. Um, so this isn't a new idea or anything like that. But it's something I'd like Mojang to look at because I think it could be really cool. Yeah, the only thing about that is the Minecraft sword is like such an iconic shape. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the only controversy there. I don't think it'll happen, but... that It's not a bad idea, especially if they implement, like they just brought in the netherite sword. They changed the armor. You know, the armor's different. A lot of times, you know, the armor would all look the same, just different colors, but they changed the netherite armor. And you think, possibly, netherite tools and swords? They could probably change those textures. Yeah. If anything, it would work perfectly with this custom loot treasure find that I'm thinking of. Yeah. If someone made a custom model for this. Yeah, I I loved stuff like that. It would make questing and adventuring in Minecraft worth it. Because as of right now, what right. if you're going out, what's the best loot in Minecraft you can get right now? In your opinion, obviously. Oh, you're asking me, uh, netherite sword? Can you find a netherite sword in a chest somewhere? Not with all the enchantments that I want. Never. Well, I mean, could you just find a plain netherite sword? Possibly, in a bastion. You can? Okay. I See, I have yet to get into bastions in our world because everyone I've gone to has already been raided. Bastions are kind of a lost cause for me. Yeah, I know they changed the loot, and uh, they'll give you, like, ingots, netherite ingots. They mm. might have took away that, though. Like the the netherite uh, weapons or armor. Mm-hmm. Not too sure. For me, uh, netherite ingots in a chest is still very awesome loot. Same with pick step. That's an awesome loot find. Mm-hmm. It's still shulker boxes for me. Going to the end and getting shulkers or an elytra is way more useful than anything else I can find. So, a like you said... looting six or sharpness eight or fortune four enchantments like that even if it's not even on a netherite tool and if it's on an iron tool that to me that makes it even better because now you have to determine is it worth carrying an armor tool or weapon because it's got this high valued enchantment on it that you can't get in game you have to find it yeah I don't know. It it brings up so many cool possibilities in my head. And I'm sure there's someone who can do the math and determine, well, this doesn't really... An iron sword, even with sharpness 8, can't do the same kind of damage as a netherite sword with sharpness 5. Let me have my fun. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh... yeah, we don't have that kind of math skills here. One thing I want to mention, you know, in the deep dark to find these things, Maybe a little OP because going to the end and you, you get the loot at the end, you know, some of it's got mending on it. Mm-hmm. And mending's not easy to come come by. I think the end should have loot like that because you have to go through so much to get there, to get to that point. You have to defeat the dragon to even mainly you gotta defeat the dragon to get to these end cities. So it's more of an end game item. So maybe they can hide it in the end. Instead of the overworld, which you could get on day one. Yeah. Um, would you really want to go into the deep dark day one? Never. I mean, we've seen Bank go get shulker boxes day one. Yeah, I mean, that that's hard to do. 
Yeah, it's all basically determining the player and their skill level and yeah, stuff like that. I could definitely see Bank going to the deep dark on day one. Yeah. Yeah, so it'd definitely be up to the player. But I'd like to see more loot like that, unless, oh, you have a heart of the sea. I don't care about the heart of the sea. I, I, I built an underwater dome and didn't use a conduit once. I mean, it, it wasn't that effective. I get with some people it might be more effective, but the two seconds swimming to the surface and get air and diving back down didn't bother me any. Yeah. But then again, I'm digging a hole without a beacon, too, so... I mean, you kind of... You got your area inside the water where you can breathe anyway. So, yeah, you're not in there long, I guess. Yeah. All the work on the outside of the dome's done, right? No, not at all. I have these uh, support structures I want to put because just a glass dome looks a little weird. Uh, so I'll be going back outside and doing more work again. But I wanted to get the interior... Basically, where the dome is going to connect to the base... I wanted to get that in, and I finished that on stream. So now it's just getting the structure pieces in place now. But anyways, let's let's move on, because we're starting to run low on time. We might not even get to the main topic today. Yeah. That's the case. We'll, we'll do the topic in the uh, post-show. Yeah, it's not a big main topic. No, it, it was definitely a topic meant to fill some time. We're going to go to C-3PO. She's going to give us a Discord ad. And remember, Discord ad is the only place you can vote for Block of the Week, which is our next segment. And uh, yeah, take it away, see? Interwebs, I'm C3PO, a member of the Withering Effect Discord, a great place to talk to fellow like-minded Minecrafters and to get to know the people from the show. Sometimes there are even puppy pictures. Don't delay, join the Discord today. Link is in the show notes. Toodaloo! Duds made me say that. Alright, thanks again, C, for doing our Discord ad. Like we said, Discord's the only place you can vote for Block of the Week, which is getting a huge change, it looks like, at the beginning of the new year. So, that's all I'm going to hint at. If you guys want to be a part of the voting process, go ahead and join our Discord. It's a great place to talk to us and other listeners about stuff that happens on the show. We've got dog pictures, cat pictures, animal pictures. We've got creation channels where you can show off your builds and stuff. Fun times. Get those listener comments in. Yeah. Bring them up on the show. We check listener comments daily on the Discord. It's definitely the easiest way to get in contact with anybody from the show. Anyways, in the Discord, we ask you guys to vote for the following blocks for me and Jimbo to discuss this week. And they were the composter, campfire, and stonecutter. And the winner this week is... Stonecutter. Congratulations, Stonecutter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Brought it up a little bit with the the copper. Stonecutter pretty much annihilated the competition. <laughs> it had 34 <laughs> votes. Uh, Campfire had 19 and 6 for the composter. Poor composter. <laughs> Poor composter. I use the composter more than I do the stonecutter. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. It's about even for me. A few things on the stonecutter. It is crafted with three stone blocks. I put two on here. What's wrong with me? Three stone blocks and one iron ingot. Pretty cheap. A lot cheaper than I thought. Mm -hmm. It's used to craft stone-related blocks in smaller and more precise quantities than crafting. Uh, Serves as a stonemason's worksite. It can generate naturally in villages. 
mainly in the uh, stonemason's house. Mined with a pickaxe. Without a pickaxe, it will break. It allows skipping steps to craft certain blocks. For example, stone blocks can be directly turned into chisel stone bricks. Pretty useful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the easiest and main one I want to focus on is the fact that when using a stone cutter, you get the correct amount of stairs. I don't know why this is a thing in Minecraft, but when you're using wood and you craft wooden stairs, you get gypped two stairs, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make any sense because a stair is just a single block with a chunk taking it, or a chunk taken out of it in the corner. So it doesn't make sense that you would lose two full blocks for the stair thing. Right. So obviously you'd have to change the name of the stone cutter if you're if you're cutting wood and stuff on it. And I figured we just name it the table cutter. That's an easy. I don't want to call it. Saw. Well, I didn't want to call it a table saw mm. because that seemed a little bit too much. Um, there is a an urge to allow the uh, stone cutter to cause damage because it has a spinning blade on top of it. Yeah. But I think that would create a little bit too OP magma block dripstone style killing abilities. Yeah. Honestly, I'd like it. I'd like that texture to change. I don't like the spinning saw on the top, not because it's ugly. It's a very good looking block, but because it gives you the thought that it's a damage causing item and it's not. And also, if you want to be careful with little kids, little kids playing Minecraft go, oh, I can stand on this table saw. Mm hmm. <laughs> no, you can't. That will chop your feet off. Don't do that. Yeah. Give it a guard or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was curious of why it didn't cause damage. Yeah, it could be a little OP mm-hmm. in that sense, but maybe make it to where it doesn't, uh, you can't suck up items through it, possibly. I know it's considered a non-transparent block, even though it's kind of a half slab type of shape. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't mind if it did damage just because of the points that you made. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to do one of the, if you're going to leave the saw on there, it needs to cause damage. Make it like a berry bush, so it's not super effective. Mm-hmm. Or get rid of the saw, come up with something a little bit different. Perhaps it doesn't do damage to the player, just the armor. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of the way armor works now, is it take it gives the player damage, but not as much damage as if you're right. wearing it and it causes damage to them. Either way. You can change the texture to have a still a spinning saw, but make it a full block item with a spinning saw inside the block. And then when you click on it, have maybe like the saw raise up out of kind of like when you're opening a chest that you see the chest lid yeah. open, have the saw just kind of stick out a little bit. So that way, the only reason it would cause damage is if you're using it. You get what I'm saying? I like that. Yeah. Table saws in real life, they do. You can adjust those. So that would make sense. Yeah, but my other argument for wood being a should have been allowed on the stone cutter is the fact that to me stone is more abundant than wood is. I can go up to a wall or dig straight down into the ground and hit stone and just tear out until my heart's content. Wood, you've got to grow trees, you got to replant trees, you got to chop the trees down, all these kinds of stuff. It would be, it feels like it would be a better time restraint for players to be able to cut precise amounts of wood that they need and i don't mean like don't give us the ability to craft fences in this thing because that doesn't make any sense because you need sticks to craft fences and gates and stuff like that but 
just stares is the big thing. <laughs> um, maybe allow us create a new block that's a chiseled wood block would be kind of cool mm. to add in some variant because you can do a chiseled wood block. You see the uh, the ornate wooden stuff on a lot of the older Victorian houses. Something like that could be really cool. I'd like to see something like that. Yeah, tree farms aren't easy to build. No. I mean, I've never built one. I wouldn't know if they're fun or not, but it doesn't look like a fun thing to build. It looks like it'd be very frustrating. Mm -hmm. And yeah, plenty of stone out there. Right. So that's just kind of a little gripe I have. It's not It's not that big of a thing. It's not like we're talking bundles here. Nah, I keep throwing bundles on the bus. I need to stop being so mean to bundles. <laughs> but I, I think it would be a great improvement to that block. I don't know how it would really work with the villager. To me, it's kind of like the villager was thought about first before the table was thought about. So maybe reworking it a little bit. You don't even need the villager to change at all. Um, I don't expect the villager to trade wood or anything, but I don't know. Maybe you come up with a lumberjack villager that deals in wood or something. I don't know. I'll leave it to the professionals. I could see if it were to cut wood, it would be a completely different workstation. Yeah. Which I would be okay with. I mean, you think you could cut wood with the stone, and uh, a lot of people are upset with that. One thing I would like is uh, the concrete stairs and slabs, of course. Mm-hmm. That's where the stone cutter would come in for me. I mean, maybe you can't craft these stairs and slabs, but the stone cutter is like the only way to access these. But then again, the stone cutter, like I like I mentioned before, is pretty cheap. Uh-huh. So it's not like you'd have to go too much out of your way to get the stairs and slabs for the concrete. No, but the fact that you could be forced to use it to make the concrete stairs and slabs, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just an extra step. And just in case for any of the construction guys out there, it's like, yes, I get the the table saw needs a different blade or whatever to cut stone and then to cut wood. They're two different blades, obviously. But this is Minecraft, so. Yeah, what if what if it would break after a while? Like, you know, the anvil breaks. Hmm. What if the stone cutter... But it is a workstation, so that might go against that whole yeah. ideal. You know, you don't want to break a workstation by using it. But yeah, what if the braid would blur braid? The blade would break and you'd have to replace it with like another iron ingot? Just a thought. What if it yeah. I was thinking of like using the blaze powder in a brewing stand, how it uses fuel. Okay. Uh and how a beacon costs an iron ingot to set up with like there'd be a little spot uh spot where you can drop in an iron ingot to use up, I guess. Maybe if it's spinning, it means you have an iron ingot in play. And then if the blade stops spinning, that means you've used up your iron ingot and you need to add another one. I don't know. That To me, that seems a little excessive. Yeah. But I guess you wouldn't have to break it to where the villager would lose its profession. It could still be used by the villager. Yeah, I'm not even thinking that. I'm thinking about the player because now you have to carry iron on you when you want to create stone stairs. Yeah. Uh, it, it might be a little too much, but... Yeah, it's an obstacle. It should definitely be allowed to cut wood. And if anything, if the texture, I think, needs work, or you need to add a way to have the blade harm a player, if anything, just for the kids playing the game who are like, I can stand on a spinning blade. No. Mm-hmm. Change that. Yeah. Should not be a thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, Let's see. 
I think that's going to do it for the show. Before Jimbo reads us out, I want to say a huge thank you to all our patrons who are supporting the show. Our milk-level patrons are Omni, Chief Big Bear, Croc, Fragile Rock, <laughs> that rhymed, Obeep, <laughs> Stone Figure, the official CCL, Vipers, Tuna, and Whitey Whitey. If you too would like to get access to all the exclusive benefits and hour of extra content each month, like the post show where we're getting ready to talk about the topic that we couldn't fit into the show today, please consider joining at patreon.com slash the withering effect. Yeah, and Carl, I would like something that rhymes in my outro. <laughs> Just putting that out there. If you like this show, you can share it with all your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, follow us or listen to Apple Podcasts or yeah, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach more listeners. If you would like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at thewitheringeffect.com, tweet us, leave a voice message, or join our Discord, where you can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links will be in the show notes. This show has been brought to you by Jimbo and myself, but also our digital producer, Carl. He helps make sure the show ends up where it should be. And the amazing music you hear in the intro and outro was created by the one and only Decoy. Everyone's social media info can be found down in the show notes. And like always, you guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for getting withered with us. Probably go drink your milk now. Bye. See you guys.